This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my god, just start the show. Hey everyone. <laughs> okay, this is so stupid of us. We, we literally have been talking for an hour planning this episode and we just did the podcast already, but didn't like record fully it. fully did the podcast. We started at 8 and it's 8.59. Why didn't we just hit record? We literally... I don't know. Started talking and then we were like, yeah, and then remember that time? And then we were like laughing. Yeah, and then we were laughing. I was like, I did like I made a joke at one point. It's like this could have all been on the podcast. Because you do you constantly try to like think of punchlines and stuff on No, here? but now I'm like embarrassed to, if I happen to say the same joke. <laughs> like if you if you tell one of the stories that we talked about, I can't say the same joke. Well, if you do, I'll call you out. You know I will. Okay. <laughs> so you have to think of a new one. <laughs> but we legit were just talking for an hour and laughing so hard. But we now we have to, oh, all of this is going to be fake. Like <sighs> we'll, we'll retell the story and then I'll go, oh. <laughs> Because I've already heard it. No, you know we laugh like genuinely equally as hard at stories that we've heard like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like even going to be an issue. <laughs> See? See? It's already working. Sometimes sometimes I laugh harder the second or third time I hear a story because it's like you find funny things in it. Um, I, This might be dumb, but you know how I got a new house or whatever? No. First of all, people are so nice. Everyone's like, congratulations. And every time someone says congratulations, I feel so immature. And I'm like, I don't want them to say it. Because I'm like, it's... Because you're like embarrassed that you bought a house. I'm like embarrassed. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I always thought like when I have a baby or like if I got like married or something and everyone has those like showers, I would be so embarrassed at it. It's the most humiliating thing. And can I tell you something that's happening now that's making me furious is... Mom is now just like finding all the roadside finds and purchasing things for you. Okay. So like today I went and I looked at all your items that you've ordered and they all look great. Well, this is what and I want to talk about. So don't give away the punchline. Okay. I said, I love those glass jars. Where did Stacy get them? And she said, oh no, I just got them for Stacy. And I said, well, where did you get them? And she said, I got, I found them. Like, aren't these so cool? And I said, so, like, you're giving them to her, though, and not me, because, like, I could use these for treats for Wally. And she's like, Kayla, she's getting a new house. So I'm losing all these things now. I know that you're saying this, like, not, like, 10% in fun or whatever, but I'm actually getting really mad right now. Because I, the thing 10% is, I... 10% in fun? Yeah, I'm 90%, you're 90% serious, and you're saying it's 10%. Switch that around. No. So you were 90% joking? Yes. No, you're not. Because do you want to know why? Because I wanted that couch that mom offered us and then you took it. So that is absolutely incorrect. Mom offered me the couch first. Then you found you got your way in there. You got turned down on 13 offers (laughs) and mom had to get rid of the couch. So I said, I'll take it. And I had my other couch posted to sell. And then the day, the day that the person's coming to get my old Boring. couch, you go, no, 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 no. Let me finish. You copied my <laughs> joke from two weeks ago. Yeah, the I did. La- and then the guy said, I'm on my way. And you're like, oh, can we have the couch? Absolutely not. Get your own couch. I went, oh, can we have the couch? That's how I can said Can we it. have the couch? <laughs> get your own couch. 
Stop taking my things. This is you, you're not from Cambridge. You're from Toronto, and now you're moving to Cambridge and taking all my things. Okay, first of all, Mom found some really nice. There are these like beautiful mason jars. They're great. I'm so excited to put them in my house. Um, and then, <laughs> so what I've done, and a lot of people would say this is stupid, but I don't care, is ordered everything for my house. Like I've ordered like all, like all the decorations, whatever. I ordered it all in advance, and Mom is storing everything in her garage. I sent her a sheet yesterday with a 35 item like it's like a checklist being like this one's coming on May 8th this is coming on May 13th but there's 35 items coming to her house like I'm talking desks chairs yeah dining dining room table cleared out her whole garage yeah is this the punchline yeah, like I ordered all this stuff in advance. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't and a I gave joke. Her a list and it wasn't she's a joke. Storing it in her garage. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like you're ruining the punchline. No, I it's meant like this, talk so about annoying. boring. Talk about boring. Am I right? Okay, let's get it. Let's get into the segment. I liked the hour before when we were friendly with each other, laughing Me with too. each other. <laughs> what is this? No, oh, so your bit is just be mean? Yeah, I have to pick a new bit because before I was cracking jokes left, right, and center. Now it's just I got to be mean or something. That's horrible entertainment. <laughs> okay, play the segments. Okay, what's the first one? What show are you watching? There is a show, some of you may have heard of it, called <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Now, I, I know the show has been around for like, what, four years or We something? are late to the party. I'm late to every party of the shows. But who cares? And I never wanted to watch it because it sounds like an, like I always say olden days. I don't even know if that's a word. I always but it say sounds olden days like a, as well. Yeah, like a medieval, like olden days <laughs> time show. And I hate shows like that. Like I don't watch, uh, what's the Game most of famous Thrones. one? Game of Thrones. Because I don't understand what they're saying. I don't like it. <laughs> So I was like, oh, Handmaid's Tale is just another like medieval show. And then I, because of quarantine, have watched every damn show and movie (laughs) that I can't find anything. So mom the other day was like, you know, I tried watching Handmaid's Tale like four years ago and it was like so disturbing that I had to not watch it anymore. But now because there's nothing to watch, I started watching it and it's really good. You should you should just try. Wait, do you realize it should be called What Show Is Mom Watching? Because every show we every say, show every show we're like, what show are you watching? It's either dad or mom has recommended it like to us. every single time. And dad and recommended the trash one to you. What was that one? Oh, are you the one? Yeah, Dad recommended. Yeah. Are you the one? Mom recommended the this the one is for, hilarious. And then Mom I recommended didn't. this one. So it's just oh our parents. What show? What show are our, are our parents watching? watching. <laughs> so I my rule for shows is I give shows three episodes before I give up. So I'm like I won't give up even if I hate the first episode. I'm like no, I'm gonna commit. This one hooked episode one. It was so freaking crazy and the trippiest thing ever is that i'm from cambridge ontario and this show is filmed in cambridge ontario so there's like the most disturbing thing happening but then it's just down the street from me where it's being filmed so they're just like i can't say what it is but they're just like walking along the river downtown cambridge where i just was yesterday it's mind-blowing okay so kayla says this to me i'm hooked and also i like to give shows five episodes because five I oh know God. that's crazy but there has been some of my favorite shows ever that it took me four to five like episodes some to get into. shows are literally like eight episodes. well you, you gotta give me you're gonna watch five and give up you gotta give it five Ugh. okay so so Kayla says to me I was impressed by the first one whatever sometimes this happens to me I don't know if other people experience uh what is it called when you can't go to sleep at night 
arachnophobe or <laughs> that's what spiders uh, insom- so- insomnia insomnia, insomnia. I, yeah, I oh, ins- insomnia. I said insomnia. I, I experience <laughs> insomnia from time to time. And the other night was one of them where it was like I went to bed at midnight and then I just literally was staring at the ceiling. Sometimes if I watch a show, I'll fall asleep to the show. Kayla said to me, hooked on episode one or whatever, to make a long story short, I finished season one, went to bed at 8 a.m. You finished the whole season. I finished the whole season. Okay, so I'm they, only on because- episode three. Oh, no, wait. Maybe I didn't finish the whole season. I finished eight episodes, though, because they're all an hour each. I remember going to bed at 12 or sorry, going to bed at 8 a.m. And I had watched eight episodes, I believe. So I'm way ahead of you now, which is so funny because of my insomnia night. Um, I hate when people get ahead of me in shows. I can't explain it. It's like I have FOMO. I have yeah. like fear of missing out that I like you know a, a like a because I get very invested in shows so I feel like you just like know thing like the characters more than yeah me I now. do I do and I got okay you know what else Mark does which is like so satisfying to me in the most selfish way he didn't watch any of the first eight episodes with me and then I was like will you just start watching the show with me but I just have to explain what happened and think of oh this show. Like Kayla, I'm so good at explaining things though. So I take, I'm not kidding, I take about 30 minutes to sit down. I love and, explaining shows too. I love like explaining Chris, shows. Like, get so mad. He's like, don't even, I do not want to hear a single thing about this show because I will never watch it. Well, th- the thing is, I say to Mark, if after I tell you everything, you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. And I am so good. I do not, I tell the best details and I do every single thing. And I always find it so fascinating that Mark knows exactly what I am talking about as season two is starting. So he literally yeah. just started. Think Why, of that so he's show. He's going to watch it with you now? No, he already started watching season two. He's fully invested. But he missed How? all of I season feel like one. there's no way. Like, I know you are good at telling stories and explaining things, but it's just, it's the, the reason why this show is so amazing is because, like, it's weird. It's not scary. Like, I'm not scared to go to bed it's at night. It's disturbing, But though. it is so, you are so freaking stressed. Like, I am like, oh my God, what on is going to happen? Like, on edge. And Mark's not getting that vibe, you know? Like, I feel like you have to watch it to understand no, but he does. how he intense does. it is. And then it's so funny because he watched the season one recap before season two. And he's like, I know fully who every single one of those characters are and and their storyline and I was like no I'm so good at this if you don't feel like watching a season of something I have watched I can make you feel like you've like the same way like you've watched it so now he's fully invested and he's even further ahead than you oh my god um (laughs) but but it is is, awesome so good it's so good and it's not confusing like game of thrones people are probably laughing at us right now being like yeah they're so caught up like they're like done been there done that like yeah whose podcast season two of a podcast is hyping up handmaid's tale from four years ago i'm so embarrassed i was like so mad because today well we all know that, like, the internet just listens to you. Wait, can I just, like, say a side note and then I'm going to go into this? I listened sure. to the Smartless podcast with Gwyneth Paltrow today. Oh. Gw- Gwyneth Paltrow came up six separate times today in my life. Okay, so one. Not on the <laughs> My vice principal told me to look up a house on Gwyneth Street. She said, like Gwyneth Paltrow. And I said, weird. I just watched listened to a podcast with her today. Then <laughs> went on... Uh, went on what are you laughing at just you're in, oh you're me in, yeah your intensity you didn't know it's what i was insi- laughing at i thought you were making fun of me or something yeah i'm laughing making fun of you because your eyes are bulging from your head right this now. is shocking they for sure listen <laughs> you're, you're like what are you laughing at oh 
nothing you're what you're saying is so serious Kaylee go ahead then (laughs) Ben Affleck and J-Lo were spotted being seen together and then on the radio they just talked about Gwyneth Paltrow for like 10 minutes because she used to be with Ben Affleck she did then yes a long 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 time ago this is not the celebrity (laughs) c-section no I okay I'll cut I'll I'll be done but Six times. Six times today I heard about Gwyneth Paltrow. And I'm like, what the fuck? I bet you it wasn't six and you just exaggerated. No! Okay, do you want to listen? I'll tell you every single one of them. I swear to God, it's insane. Can you tell me the other three? Oh my God. Okay. So you wish you could remember? Well, now I'm panicking because I promise you, I promise you. No, I am, I am, I am, because I was no, I now you're making me blackout. So I you, swear so to you God. only heard three things, but that's still crazy with three. No, I heard six. <laughs> Stacy, stop. Anyways, the thing that I was going to say is I just got into Handmaid's Tale and now all these damn previews are coming up for Handmaid's Tale on the radio. And I'm at work and I'm like freaking out trying to turn down my radio station because they're spoiling season four of Handmaid's oh, Tale. season four came out. Yeah. But I'm saying like, that's unavoidable. Like I was furious that I saw a picture of Handmaid's Tale because this one scene, I'm like, now it told me something. But it's like, right. yeah, when you're four years behind a show, you can't be mad that there's spoilers. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I watched last year, I watched the show Lost, you know, like. Oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. So every, yeah. like everyone saw that like 10, 20, whatever 10 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. And I would be like, oh. Guess I can't IMDb it. Like, I was, like, so mad when I heard a spoiler. But, like, that's my fault. And I was obsessed with that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Handmaid's Tale, I find that if you watch a show late and then you discover... Like, I, I don't know the answer to this, but there are four seasons. So it's, like, it's almost like you know, like, oh this probably isn't going to happen because we still have four seasons to go. You know what I mean? I feel like oh, that yeah, you're saying, is kind yeah, of a giveaway saying. too. Yeah, yeah. And like, you, like you're, it's like she's not going to die. We still have four seasons. But the thing with Game of Thrones, Kayla, you didn't watch it. I that, know. That was just, the opposite. The main yes. character would just die in any episode and you just have to be like, oh, there's a, a whole new cast now. I committed <laughs> to the full first season of that show and I hated every minute of it. <laughs> I don't know what this rave is about. No, I knew you'd hate it. I didn't. It was as if they were speaking a different language. I did not understand a single thing they were saying. You like like The Bachelor, but they're like, let's have some wine, and then yes. and then you're and they're like, I will tr- behead you, and you're like, what? yeah, <laughs> pull out the rosé. I'm a very versatile gal. <laughs> when, when I drink wine, I don't get poisoned and die. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, um. So watch Handmaid's Tale. Watch Handmaid's Tale. Watch Handmaid's Tale. I keep For a it, second time. I keep calling it Handmaiden's Tale and Mark keeps getting so mad at me. I can't. And it's, and it's The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaiden. I just keep Tale. saying I love Handmaiden's Tale. Watch, watch The Handmaiden. You're watch really going to like it. Yeah, it's so good. Anywho. <laughs> okay, the next segment is one that Kayla has invented. No. Um, no, you have. Of course oh you've invented God. this one. But it's called this. Do you want to be disturbed? Okay, I just just a side note, I didn't this this is gonna be the first and final time I ever do this. No, no, it's no, no. So disturbing. And I just Stacy said let's because our segment is actually uh trippy, no, this trippy is things or whatever, right? This no, is boring. No, no. no, I need to explain it so I'm not a psychopath. I just stumbled across this website that said 15 strange and scary facts about death. So I started reading them. I'm like, this is, this is mind blowing. And I was going, and Stacey's like, okay, just read it on the podcast. It is shocking, but also highly disturbing. Okay. Okay. One, 
a human head remains conscious for around 20 seconds after being decapitated. What the heck? So like when you cut the chicken's head off and the chicken body runs around, that's like the head. But there's no way your brain Wait. is actually working. Or or but it is. W- that's what it means. It's conscious. So are you feeling the pain? I have no full way. body shivers. There's no are way. Are you feeling the pain? Are you like, frig, that sucks that my head just got chopped off? <laughs> Wait. Are you. Wait. Can I tell you what just went through my head? What? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no way that they would actually know if someone felt the pain because they died 20 seconds later. And then I pictured going, someone going. Can, can you talk to me and tell me can if I talk to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so fast. But then the head's just like there. Wait, also, I just thought of this. Like so Monroe and Leo get like so excited when I'm when I record with you from home because they're like, oh, I love like listening to what you guys talk about. This is what we're talking about. I hope to God that they're asleep already. Monroe is um, listening for sure. He's going to be like literally traumatized. Like that is um, so stupid that I even, th- I truly sincerely thought that for like 10 like seconds. Like how, though. what can you say? How many sentences can you get in? Because obviously that person can't talk. It's just their probably brain. I don't know what the consciousness is, yeah. but they can't have a conversation with you. But That's in my head, I'm like, insane. oh, someone could just ask really quick. <laughs> like just so quick, but not get an answer. Do you feel pain? What are you thinking? <laughs> Okay, next (sighs) disturbing fact. About 153,000 people worldwide die every single day. Kayla, I don't, this is not But around double that number are born every day. There's always a silver lining. (laughs) Kayla, this is sad. They're all about death. Okay, when a person dies, their sense of hearing is the last to go. Kayla, I don't like this. You have like a fear of death and now we're just talking about it? I know, but did you know any of this? Mine was about like a mattress that I was going to tell you. (laughs) Wait, okay, let me say one more thing, okay? No, two more things. One, you can't die of old age only from diseases brought on by age. Did you know that? Yes. Yes, Kayla. You knew that? Not like a disease, but it could be like, oh, your liver failed or oh, your heart stopped because of the thing or whatever. Okay, last one. Men who are hanged get a death erection. <gasps> Kayla, I don't think we should talk about that. Okay, you can tell yours now. <laughs> a mattress. <laughs> a mattress. A mattress doubles its weight after 10 years of use. Because it collects dust and dust mites. <laughs> Throughout this time, vermin eat tiny parts of our skin, which fall down into the mattress folds. Okay, so your your <laughs> description of disturbing and my description of disturbing were two very different things. Yeah, mine was like, oh, these vermins are crawling around your skin, making your mattress heavy. And yours I is like, I told you, I said fifteen disturbing facts about death. No, you just said disturbing. Clearly, mine is not about death. It's about a mattress. <laughs> Wait, can we actually think about what I just said, though? Kayla, it what dub- is it? What bites you? I know you didn't. Ugh, you didn't listen to me. At no, I all. did. Something vermins bite you or something. Ka- Kayla, your mattress doubles in weight because of your skin and dust particles on it. <gasps> and the- I knew she didn't hear me the first time. And the reason that the skin comes off of you is because all those little bugs crawling all over your body <gasps> chomp on your skin. It trickles into your mattress creases and your mattress gets double the weight after 10 years. bugs are chomping on me? You have constant, you have bugs crawling all over you right now. 
Do you want to know what else? I knew this because of ASAP science. They did like a microscope weight. And bugs are crawling all over you. And you know what I always think? Whenever I get like a little itch on me, I'm like, oh, is that the bug running around? Oh my God. Okay, so you're telling me these bugs. I knew she didn't hear me the first time. Double the weight of a mattress off of you? Yeah, and, and dust. But the things that are making the dust are your skin particles. So they're like biting and it's falling in the creases of your mattress and it doubles in weight after 10 years. I'm in absolute shock. Mine is way better than your dumb death one. Wait, so you're telling me when you lift your mattress into your house for the first time, it's half the the weight of carrying it out? Yeah. I don't believe it. And now I never want to touch a mattress that someone else's ever. I am so upset right now. Think of a hotel. Wait, want to know a fact about a hotel? (laughs) No. Cut my disturbing death ones. Want to know a fact about a hotel? So someone from The Bachelorette was like, oh, having my morning coffee at like a hotel. And she got like a flood of messages being like, do not drink the the hotel coffee. And then so many people from hotels came in and wrote all this stuff that like a lot of the times people will like the toilet, like the cloth that they're like cleaning the toilet and stuff with no they'll just go over to the coffee maker and like clean it with the same cloth or a lot of people have like boiled their underwear they said in like the the coffee thing and there was like so many things and she was like i have never been more disturbed like i will never she's because her post was like for some reason, hotel coffee like just makes me extra happy or something. And then all these like hotel employees and like everyone was like, do not drink the hotel coffee. They're like, I've seen it firsthand. It's disgusting. Like whatever. I will never drink hotel coffee. The only person I know that drinks hotel coffee is Mark. He also doesn't listen to our podcast. And for karma, for that reason, I am not going to don't him. tell him. Yeah, no, I I always drink hotel coffee. Oh, my God. Any any type of like free thing. I'm like, yeah, that's not that's not what they mean they don't mean the hotel tell coffee downstairs it's no, like the, the stuff in the room in the, oh you drink that yeah that's disgusting that sucks for you because it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> okay well um i wonder if we'll do that segment again <laughs> okay 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 we have something very important to talk to you about because we have never used a product like this before Sun of Smile. This company is amazing and here is why. They have teeth whitening and tanning products and we've never experienced anything like this before. All of the tanning products that we've used in the past always one smell like crackers and two make you orange and this does the exact opposite. So bronzy, so beautiful and our teeth? Are you friggin' kidding me? Like Every other teeth whitening kit that I've ever used has made my teeth so sensitive. I can't even like take a quick breath in. It hurts. This, I've experienced zero discomfort. I am so genuinely happy with this product and Kayla is just living her best tan life. So visit sunnasmile.com. That's spelled S-U-N-N-A S-M-I-L-E dot com. And you can use the code siblings15 and you can receive 15% off your order. It's worth it. Let's do this. There is this skincare line that Kayla and I started using and it's called Face Addiction. It addresses all skin concerns and it's something that you would like expect from a professional spot line. It is 
smells amazing. That's the first thing that we notice. And it's free of chemical preservatives. My mom will be so happy. That's one thing I did not care about as a younger person. And now I realize like why it's so important. Face Addiction line has been formulated to work in harmony with each other in order to treat any skin type. And the best part is they have a green commitment. So their packaging, amount of travel they do for delivery, to like even the place the products are manufactured, it's all amazing for our planet. These are the people that are changing the world. Face Addiction, you can go to www.faceaddiction.ca and order this amazing product. And guess what? If you use the code SIBLINGS, then you get 15% off your entire order. The reason the episode is called Under the Influence is because we were going to tell you some stories that happen. And we're not just talking like alcohol here or whatever. We're talking about like drugs, <laughs> hardcore drugs. No, no, we're, <laughs> we're talking, talking about, about cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about stuff that we like we had no choice. Like if, if someone had like a surgery or something like things that we did. And Kayla and I both have a couple stories each that are kind of crazy so we're going to tell you those what should we start with should i start yeah you start maybe with las vegas okay um i told you this story recently and you were like why have you never told me that i'm like yeah i don't know (laughs) so i um this one is about alcohol and a lot of you know that i don't drink and the reason i don't drink is because i always lose my voice and I'm also not a fun drunk. Like I'm, cr- I come crazy and always just like swearing at people. And so, so this one time when I was traveling with my band, my acapella band that I was in, um, we went to Vegas. We had a show in Vegas. It was the first time I had ever been there. And you know they say that like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. We were like let's have like a crazy night, but a crazy night for me like I wasn't I didn't want to gamble because if I lose any money <laughs> I'm furious. But I actually um, spent twenty dollars at a blackjack table, and in Vegas they give you drinks for free. If you're spending money, once the bartender realized that I had only spent twenty dollars, she did only bring me like one drink, I think. But <laughs> but I still I started my with my one drink there. I lost my twenty dollars in like two seconds. But I felt so cool sitting at a Vegas blackjack table. I did yeah. not know how to do it. I remember that's the what I was man- gonna say. Like, how the heck did you know what you were doing? And were you by yourself? No, there were some people that I knew at the time, like, like teaching me how to do it. And then there was this like really good older gentleman being like, I ran out of all my chips and he's like, here. And like, he passed me like a, like a five or $10 chip or something. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) he must think I'm gorgeous. Like it was like, he like gave me a free chip to keep playing or whatever. It was crazy. So one fact that, um, and I'm so mad because now since we've had Marky on the show, I'm fully furious that I even did this, but I didn't know at the time, but in Vegas, there is a free limousine service if you want to go to a strip club. So they will just pick you up in a limo and then take you to a strip club. And but then only you, to strip clubs? Only to strip free? clubs. Yeah, only to strip so clubs. So just and- say you're going to a strip club and then, then but like pick the strip club closest to your destination. Yes, people actually do that. People do that. Okay. Um so, but they kind of, it would be kind of awkward to leave though, because they drive you to like this like area that you have to get out of the car and go in the door. So I guess they have that figured out oh, okay. probably. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, we think we're the first ones that have thought of the scam. Um, but, but I went to this dance club thing and it was like truly like out of a movie. Like there was water inside, there was like a pool in the middle and then like people doing like acrobatic things from the ceiling. And then there was That's like crazy. A, a guy there who had a booth and it was me and my beatboxer, Luke Stapleton. And fun fact about Luke, he 
has never even had a sip of coffee in his life. He's never had a sip of alcohol, nothing. He's crazy and it seems like he's drunk because he's the biggest party animal in the room, but he's not done like he's not even had a sip of coffee before. So he was with me and he was not drinking. So we get this guy for some reason, like this one guy looked at Luke and I and thought we were fun, invited us into his fancy booth in Vegas and just started giving us free like Grey or not Grey Goose. It was a fancier than that. Like that. I don't know. Fancy vodka. I don't even know. Whatever. He's pouring us. We're getting all this stuff. Free. It was truly like one of those nights that you see in like a movie. Then he's like, do you want to do the limousine thing? So me and these girls and this strangers, but I was with Luke. So I felt like confident because I was with someone that I know went to this strip club in this limo. So at this point, I am intoxicated and I have not paid for a single drink and I am drunk. And that is what they do in Vegas because that's how people, yeah. like, you know, do do all the stuff in Vegas. And I'm, I just remember being in the strip club and this girl started giving me a lap dance and everybody was like oh like all around because it was like oh there's a girl giving a girl a lap dance and I was like yeah. oh you're very very beautiful and I was like <laughs> I was trying to be polite because I was awkward I, yeah. I had never had a lap dance before and I was like oh you have very very good moves and I was like just like I was I didn't want it to happen but I also loved the entertainment value and I was like yay and everyone's cheering or whatever and then she's like doing this lap dance on me and I was like oh pleasure to meet you and then she's like okay now pay me my money and I was like sorry what and she's like, you owe me money for the lap dance. And I just looked at her and I was like, I don't have any money. <laughs> I was like, I, I spent it all at the blackjack. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like fully panicked. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and then the guy, the cool guy who had the booth, he's like, don't worry, I got it. And he gives her money and she's like, thanks, baby. And like walked away. And then I was like, whoa, close call. Like, I, I, I didn't even ask for the lap dance. Then he's like, how about we get some food for the table? And then he ordered all of these appetizers. Like, I'm talking like, like it must have been like thousands of dollars for this bill. We had like we had deep fried pickles. There were like fancy like hors d'oeuvres and there was like chicken and french fries and wings, like just all these appetizers. And I at one point everyone was just gone because they were all <laughs> in a separate room getting a lap dance that this guy told everybody he would pay for. So I was sitting by myself <laughs> at the table and I'm like these are going to go to waste. <laughs> And I was trying to eat as many apps as I could because I was like, these are so expensive and we're in Vegas and literally no one is paying attention to this food right now. And so I so picture this strip club with strippers all around me on the poles and stuff and me at this large center table filled with like deep fried pickles and stuff. And I am chowing down. OK, then I like couldn't find Luke and like whatever. So I literally exit the bar, say to the limo driver, excuse me, sir, do you mind taking me back to my hotel? So. And when I exited, it was bright outside, which is crazy. So I get in the limo. He drives me back to my hotel. I left Luke there. That's horrible and so rude, but I'm sure he was fine. And <laughs> and so I wake up in the morning. So I don't remember from the limo to the morning because every time I drink, I always forget some sort of part. And I remember I woke up. And oh, sorry. Every hotel has a casino in it. So my hotel had a casino like in the whatever. So I wake up. And on, I'm still in my clothes, but my shoes are gone. And I see a ticket, uh, like a square piece of paper on the bottom of my bed, cr crinkled up. And it said, balance zero dollars. <laughs> it said, like, like get, that I was gambling when I got back to the hotel. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, what? 
And I was like, oh my God, I spent all my money. It just said balance, zero dollars. Like I was, I was freaking out. I'm trying to find my shoes. I could not find my shoes anywhere. And I was like panicking. I'm looking all over my hotel room. Like I could not find them. I started crying. Like my shoes were gone and I literally did not have another pair. And then finally, after an hour of searching, I saw them like rolled up in a sheet and I found them. So I go downstairs and I'm like looking for my band and I see this guy who was my agent at the time and he's like, Stacy, there she is. And I was like, how much money did I lose? Did you see me? And he's like, oh yeah, I saw you last night at the slot machines at like four in the morning. And I was like, no. So I'm on my phone and I'm trying to log into my online banking to see how much money I gambled away or that I lost or whatever. And then he's just like, why are you freaking out? I'm like, I I don't do not know how much money I spent. And then he's like, I gave you two dollars for the nickel machine. He's like, you lost it. He's like, you lost it in like five seconds and then went to bed. And I was like, oh my God. So apparently he gave me like two dollars. I went to the nickel machine, lost it, had the slip that said zero zero dollars balance. And then freaked out in the morning. So that was my crazy. Oh my God. That was my I crazy night. So bad. Like <laughs> you just like sitting there, like cho- like why did you decide to go to the casino? Why? Well, because because you have to go. You had to go through it to so get like, back I'll up. Just do a quick gamble. Like why were your shoes wrapped in the sheet? I like, do I not know. know everything. And I honestly remember getting into the limo, and that was safe because it was just me by myself in the limo. But for yeah. some reason, everything else is cloudy after that. I oh, had a lot God, of drinks. So I did funny just because it was all free. And now I yeah. understand how people gamble. Like luckily. Yeah. <laughs> Like, luckily, I didn't actually gamble my money away, but they thought they were just like, he was like, yeah. Oh, and apparently I asked him for money, too, which is so embarrassing. Oh, that's so embarrassing. He only gave you a toonie. No, I'm not even. A t- it's $2 bills because it was in America, but whatever. Oh. He was like, yeah. Like, I was like, hey, do you have any money I could gamble? And he's like, here's, here's, here's $2, $2 bills. Like you lost so... it within like 30 seconds. Oh my God. He said we were just watching on the nickel so machine funny. and then you peaced out and went to bed. Like it's so rude. Anyway, I was like hey, so. Do you have any money? Like you would never ask for that. Never. <laughs> I was probably feeling on a high from the dude that was like paying for my lap dances and my appetizers. Yeah, I'm like, hey, do you have any money? Yeah, hey, do you have any money? I want to gamble. Like, and, and I also like I would, yeah, like this guy and I don't, like we're not like best friends or anything. Like I know him. He's my agent. Yeah. <laughs> But he's a crazy party animal, so he thought it was awesome. Oh but God, anyway, so I hated funny. it. I was so mad. Anyway, it I was fun. I love that. Oh, my God. So that was me under the influence, story number one. <laughs> Kayla, what do you got for us? Okay. So I will tell about a time where I got my wisdom teeth out. It's not a drinking story. Sh- not surprising. a drinking story. Shocker. <laughs> um, so they had mom and I sitting in this room, and they had to give me – so they start out, they give you a pill – and you slowly just like start falling asleep because I was getting You sound nervous. exactly like Miley Cyrus right now. Like your voice sounds exactly like Miley Cyrus, but I don't think I do. Really? Yeah. Okay. Th- as you were talking, I was getting distracted at how much it sounded like Miley Cyrus. Okay, go ahead. Really? Okay. Um, <laughs> you always like, do this you- in the middle. <laughs> like, really? That's really <laughs> weird. So anyways... <laughs> we were in the room and that's so you um, sound so much like her so they gave me one pill or whatever and they like have this these things on my arm to to watch like my heart rate and see if i'm like falling asleep or whatever long story short 
They ended up having to give me four pills, which is the max that you can get. And they were saying, this is insane because the guy before you, he was like quadruple your size and we gave him (laughs) one and he was out within like 30 seconds. And I have always been like, pain medication doesn't really do anything to me. Like I, I like can take any medication. It just like doesn't help. Right. So I started. So, and then they were like, Heather, you have to leave. That's my mom. Her and I were laughing so hard that it was raising my heart rate and my heart rate had to go like down for the medication (laughs) to work. So they were like, you, your mom like needs to leave. So she was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So she like gets up and leaves, whatever. I ended up taking four and I didn't fully fall asleep, which is what usually happens, but I was really, really out of it. So I was like high AF, high AF. Yes. So I had always my whole life, there was this, um, what do you call, do you call the main guy, like the dentist? <laughs> Is yes. it like, you know, how, no, 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 no. You know how there's like a dental was, hygienist and then first there's of all, the- That was first of all the most sexist thing you've ever said. The main guy, the dentist. Yes, he happened to be a man, but yes, he was the dentist. Well, the now head. mine's the main girl that I'm at now. I'm saying literally oh. that time. Like, it was the main guy. What He's is the his, dentist. The, the dentist. What are the other ones called? Dental hygienist. Hygienist. I don't okay, know. so the dentist. <laughs> I don't know now. That no, I don't guy. Know. Like, the person that comes in and doesn't, like, do anything to your teeth, but just, like, looks at them. He comes in, he so, checks, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and you know he's, like, the real deal, but then, like, everyone else actually does all the work. So or she. He, so he, I had the biggest crush on him. And to get a picture, he looked... He looked like, for whoever watched Grey's Anatomy, Denny. Remember that and guy? And didn't he have an, an Irish accent? Yes. My dentist too. Yeah. He had an Irish accent. Yes. So I had the biggest crush on him and I always had, and I used to get nervous going into my appointments because I loved him. Like I- And he was like kind of like soft-spoken but would laugh at our jokes. So I remember nice, him. Yeah. So friendly. But I was like 10 and I had the biggest question. When I got my wisdom teeth out, I was like, I don't know. I was a, a teen. teenager. Um, so I was so high AF, as you said. And he had to come in and do the thing, like do the surgery, yeah. the wisdom teeth. Anyways, they I, I end up blacking out. I don't know what has been said. So I wake up, wake up in quotes. I was awake the whole time, though. They keep you there for about an hour to wake up. And when I woke up, I had about six of them in the room saying, this was the best work day I've ever had. And I'm like, why? Why? What's happening? And I do remember this part, but I was hitting on this doctor so hard. And I remember remember saying, you know what? You're so good at what you do. Just don't even use the tools. Just take your (laughs) fingers. Take your fingers and put them in there and just rip the tooth out. And he, oh my God. they were laughing. So he, I guess, was laughing so hard he couldn't even properly do it. Oh my and God. And I'm like, don't even worry. And then this is the most embarrassing part. So I'm up on the thing and he had to fit. You know how they put the thing around you for when you drool? Like the bib? Yes, yes, yes. Oh he no. He went to fix my bib and I felt his hand on my on my like shoulder and I put my hand up and I went, oh, you're trying to hold my hand? And I held his hand no 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 i swear no. to god and he was so nice and he was like oh no like i'm just trying to fix it and and like, I, oh are you trying to hold i my was hand? like oh you're just trying to hold my hand and i like grabbed his hand and held it like uh, too uncomfortably long and oh, then like my god so then after everyone was like kayla that was literally the funniest thing i was so embarrassed like <gasps> i can't explain how embarrassed i was i was just hitting on him the whole time like no shame and like, there's just probably whatever. things that you said that you don't even they still haven't even told you oh a hundred percent 
100%. Like, those are the things I do remember. And so then after, because I'm like, friggin' immune to medication, the T3s weren't working. So they gave me Percocets for the pain after. And I remember being on Percocets and feeling- What is that from when they go, Percocet? What is I that from? Absolutely do not know. Percocet. Perca, perca, percocet. Something like what? that. Am I making this up? I think so. I don't Okay, continue, this. continue. But this part isn't even, but I just basically, I was high on percocets in my bedroom watching intervention and the person was addicted to percocet. <laughs> So then I started like mildly tripping out. Then I was like such a psychopath. I like literally had the largest cheeks from like the wisdom teeth. Yeah. And my friend like Steph, who's one of my best friends now, still talks about this to this day. I was in high school and I didn't want to miss out on this party. And I went to the party with my face like it was literally seven times the size it is now. And I just wanted to go so bad that I didn't even care. And I remember walking in and my friend Steph is like very like abrasive and like real. She was like, what the hell are you doing here? You look freaking ridiculous and i was like oh i don't even care like when you got them out i remember yours looked one of the most dramatic i've ever seen like i was very it looked like in a movie when they put like the fake like plastic thing i was like a chipmunk (laughs) like i was ginormous and i went to a party (laughs) but like how humiliating like i just wanted to go so bad that's insane. Okay, we only have time for one more because this one is a bit longer, but it's one that we've kind of mentioned since the beginning of this podcast, and I still haven't told it. And it's perfect for the Under the Influence episode because I was under the influence, definitely, but not by choice. So um, I feel like, this is this going to be boring for you, Kayla, because you've heard this story a million times? No, I'm used to this. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to make you so mad. No, I'm not going to be bored. Go. Okay, interject whenever you want. Okay, so <laughs> so um, I was going to a friend's birthday party she, uh, when I was 22, I think, and she was she went to college with me and she had like money and she rented the top floor of a very popular dance club, which was at Richmond and John in Toronto. And for those people who know that area in Toronto, Richmond and John is called the Entertainment District and it's where like all the party animals, all the tourists go downtown Toronto for like club nights kind of thing. So she rented the whole top floor of this bar and you had to be on the VIP list to get in. So we get in, I'm with all my friends, they're all drinking and um, everybody knows me as the everybody drinks alcohol and I always get a Red Bull. It's my favorite thing to do. I never need it, but had one before this podcast. It's like horrible <laughs> for you. I don't drink pop. I don't drink um, alcohol, but I chug energy drinks. It's horrible. So anyway, so I I was like, oh, you know what would be so fun to do? On the bottom floor, there was like, it was the best thing because it was like a balcony and you could people watch. And I said to my one friend, let's go downstairs to order the drink because it like there's just so many people down there. It'll just be like a fun uh, adventure. So we go, I remember there was these super steep stairs that you had to walk down. It was like, we were like out of breath, all of us on the way up to the top. And I go downstairs and the bartender gives me my Red Bull. It costs like $12 or something. And um, he opens it, puts it in a glass with ice for me. And I drink my Red Bull. And the next thing that happens is I wake up in the morning in my apartment. 
Okay. Oh now it's literally like the movie The Hangover. It's literally like The Hangover. So now let's rewind. I'm going to tell you the story of what actually happened from after I found out a whole bunch of information. So um, what happened was somebody at the bar. I know this because of security footage that they found after. Somebody at the bar paid the bartender to put a roofie in my Red Bull. And what I should have known because I took Smart Serve is, and for everybody, if you don't know this, if you order a Red Bull or anything with caffeine in it, they are absolutely not allowed to open it because it's illegal to mix um, like alcohol, alcohol and, and yeah. like like an upper and a downer. Mm-hmm. So every time you buy a Red Bull, they have to give it to you closed. And if you want a glass with ice or whatever, like that's just a separate thing that you pour in yourself. I didn't think about this at the time, but he poured it in the glass for me, which is never what happens. So he gives me the glass, whatever. Um, I'll tell you more about that, how I found that out after. But I then um, go upstairs with my friend. I Sorry, I do remember this part, going upstairs with my friend. And then I don't remember anything after that. So what apparently was happening is I was taking the vodka bottle that they had in um, like the like they just had all these buckets of vodka bottles and I was like trying to pour it in my mouth but it was like fully closed and people were being like why is Stacy like fake drinking and they <laughs> all thought that I had just decided to get drunk that night so like I was like trying to pour alcohol in my mouth but there was no alcohol coming out of it and I kept falling asleep on the couch and my friend Daniel Birnbaum who is now my talent agent which is so funny he kept he was drunk and he kept being like dance with me Stacy and he kept standing me up and dancing with me and he just was like oh she is hammered but he was watching me all night and he's like I haven't seen her have a single drink and she's fake drinking that vodka like he was literally watching me do it so he's like this is so weird and she's acting like way too drunk than what she like you and she did, doesn't even drink so he eventually realizes I am acting way too out of it he calls my boyfriend at the time who I've talked about before he was like the bodybuilder dude that I dated for like over five years and he was in Cambridge at the time I was in the entertainment district in Toronto he phones him and says something is wrong with Stacy. I, you have to come get her so he, he drove from Cambridge to Toronto and picked me up now, this is what happened. I'll tell you also the certain drug that I had, but this drug that was put in my drink was um, a certain drug that makes you act like angry, violent, like out of character. And my boyfriend was like, come on, we got to go. And I was like, no, I'm not going with you. And he was like so strong. He like just picked me up and I was so mad. I ripped my shirt off. <laughs> And expose my breasts in front of a massive crowd of people in the front. And I was like, you can't take me. And I like ripped my shirt off. And he said he was like, what is going on? And he was like, I was like fully naked, just screaming at people. Like that must have been the craziest night of like to people to watch that from happening. He just thought I was hammered. Right. So. I puked in his car. We I, apparently I called Kayla. I think I called you and I was saying like I'm the worst sister in the world and like mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know what I I don't remember this. You just told me I was saying weird stuff to you. Yeah. And then we fall asleep in my apartment in Toronto at the time. I don't remember any of this. Remember? And we wake up. And now now I now I'm now this is real time and I remember this. I wake up. I was like not thinking yet. I went to the bathroom and I looked down at my floor and I had black and white tiles and the tiles 
spoke to me <laughs> and they were like something bad happened last night and i was like what is like the, ti- the tiles were speaking to me i like i remember it vividly i ran into my bedroom and i was like andrew something is wrong and he's like yeah you got hammered last night is what is wrong and i was like andrew i didn't have a single drink last night and he's like are you, you swear to god you're not lying to me and i'm like no i'm not lying and he's like we have to go to the hospital right now then and he was like oh my god i feel so bad like i planned my whole breakup with you this morning I was so mad at you like da 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 he's like it was a horrible night apparently he had to like put me in the shower and I was punching him in the face and I was like I was like telling him to get off me like I w- and I was naked as I'm doing this as he has to carry me around in front of people like it was horrible 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 and he's just thinking I'm like drunk um we go to the hospital I'm like crying and flustered and then the person says to me like why are you here and I said I like I didn't drink last night and I do not remember my night something I was acting crazy I think someone put something in my drink um which was a Red Bull and then they had me wait in this room and I remember this doctor came in and she was the rudest person ever she walked in she goes so so how much did you have to drink last night and I said I didn't have any alcohol I only had an energy drink she's like okay so this is the problem with young girls nowadays at bars is they say that they don't drink and then they think that their couple drinks they had is responsible but it's not and so we'll see when the blood results come back how much alcohol is in your system and she was like so rude to me and I was like like they probably have this happen all the time that they're just so fed up and over it but like yeah and someone's coming in with their boyfriend being like I didn't drink a thing I don't know what happened yeah but that was me and I also remember calling my work saying I couldn't come in that day and they said like I couldn't even understand you on the phone so the the, uh, drugs still had like an effect at this point so I'm sitting there waiting and I'm like crying and Andrew's like all freaked out and then she walks back in I remember she had a whole different face on whole different demeanor with her body and she said um okay so we got the results back and you're right um there wasn't any alcohol in your blood uh whatsoever but there were traces of GHB which is a horse tranquilizer and I was like I told you and I was like so upset and because I'm still high on it or whatever I'm like acting all crazy and whatever because it stays in your system for a while yeah um and she was like I'm like can can you remember anything and so I called Daniel and got him to fill us in on stuff and they also like checked me out to see if I had any like um anything like sexual happened to yeah. me and I got checked and they said that didn't happen which was awesome and then Daniel Birnbaum filled me in and he said I fell down that full flight of stairs oh um, when he was trying to bring me down to deliver me to my boyfriend. But the thing is, I was all out of it. So I didn't break any bones or anything because I was like, like, I was like, I was like jello and I wasn't like tensing anything up. So I had all these bruises and scratches all over my body, which is why they were concerned. But then they checked it. And then Daniel also said that he was trying to get me to dance with him all night. And she said, if it wasn't for your friend trying to get you to dance with you all night him all night you could have died because what this drug does is slowly shut down your organs but he kept trying he kept waking you up trying to dance with you so now he's like i saved your life like and he (laughs) i it's true he did but like he'll he'll for never forget that so um yeah so he's actually saved my life so then uh, the after story of this is i um called the dance club and and I re- and dad and everybody like came to Toronto and like tried 
like sat there with me and I remember laying on the couch, but I don't remember anything for like two days after that. Yeah. It's messed up. Like, and also everybody like, this is a scary story, but also to me, like I was fine. I don't remember anything. I wasn't like hurt or nothing. Like I, so to me, this story isn't even as dramatic as it actually is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, was, yeah. I was just like not even there. So then I phoned the bar and, um, no, I reported it. Sorry. I reported it to the police. The police phoned the bar. The bar that they had. So the police officer said to me, we have looked over the footage and it has been determined that somebody would pay the bartender to, to roofie you. And um, would you like to press charges? They could press charges. But I like, did I want to like sue them or whatever? And I was like so busy. I'm like, oh, my God, I literally don't have time for this. And I didn't, I didn't press charges. And I said, can you just tell me like who it was? And they're like, we can't tell you unless you legally pursue this further. So anyway, the club got shut down. Um, the the people, I don't. Because I, of that or you just, it just. Well, got- apparently it was a problem more than just me, but it got shut down shortly after. Like I'm talking like within the next couple of weeks, it got sh- fully shut down. It was called Club XS at Richmond and John. And it's now non-existent. And, um. The I, the thing is, I will never know those people's names because, uh, like, I didn't continue further or whatever, right? This is what I don't understand, though. Like, what – so the guy that paid the guy to do it, was he hoping to get you alone and – Yes. I have more of assault the, you? I don't know. I have more of the story. Oh, okay. So then – Years later, I am in a show, Legally Blonde, the musical, and I was in a scene that I was just doing like background work. So there was a main scene going on and me and another guy had to sit at a table and have a fake conversation. And we would always actually have a real conversation and whisper to each other because we were bored. I'm going to get fired if people heard that. But so we we would be talking and the one time he's like, oh, you know what's so crazy? I found pictures from that birthday party we went to whatever many years ago. And I was like, wait. did you know at that birthday party I got roofied and he's like what and he's like I have pictures of the whole night and I was like wait what and then he's like he's like yeah so he goes and finds a picture after he finds a picture of me with a large man trying to get in upstairs and they wouldn't let him in but they let me in because I was on the VIP list and he wasn't this guy has frigging pictures of the person that did this. And it's so funny because the people watching the show at that time must have thought like those two restaurant attendees are having the most intense conversation yeah. ever during this musical because my eyes were like so wide and I'm like, this is insane. And I didn't ever know like kind of why I was okay but it's because it was a vip rented section upstairs thank god that person wasn't on the list and i was the only person allowed in you know what i mean um and i remember that was one of the girl whose party is what she's like you are not after if you guys meet anyone whatever you're not bringing them in so she said to the security guard absolutely no one that's not on the list can come in yeah so so whoever it was that must have been the person was trying to get up and apparently he's like this massive human being how horrifying is that right but I just don't understand, like, what, what, like, is, why would that guy ever take the chance of roofing you just for this random guy? Like, I don't get how roofing works. Like, 
He probably could have paid him five hundred dollars. I don't know. I'm like, that's what I'm worth. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he could have said, "I'll give you fifty bucks to put this in her drink," and that guy clearly has no conscience and is like, "Okay." And it happens way more than you think. That's crazy. I know, and I don't know what he was planning, but I could have. So di- I could with died that, that night. situation. There was yes, yeah, so many terrible things that could have happened, but horrible. Everything like worked out with like. The VIP section with Daniel Birnbaum with falling down the stairs, but you being so out of it, like just yeah. everything. Every Thank God Andrew drove and picked you up. Like, just imagine so me trying things. to get home by myself. That's another thing. Yeah. All my friends were drunk, so they would have just thought I was. I don't not. Yeah, I'm thankful of everything that happened that night. That's and insane. it was insane. And now, as a 33 year old woman, I look back and go, oh, I wish I would have pursued that a bit further. Yeah. But it was one of those hashtag Me Too moments where, yeah. like, you you guys honestly have to understand. At the time, I was like, I don't know what to do in regarding this situation. I oh, I have to go. Get yeah, a lawyer what like and I'm like you know what as long as the, those people are caught I don't need to like make money off this or anything and yeah. and I also felt like I was fine I was busy then I got had this picture and it's like 10 years later like a blurry picture of a dude is not going to do anything like blah 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 right and so I I know some people could listen to this and be like oh you should have stopped it for other people or whatever but yeah at the time when you're 22 like you're not always ma- th- this is why when people will say why didn't you say anything at the time and it's like because there's so many situations that you don't it's too big it's too big to get involved in and I don't yeah. didn't realize at the time how big it actually was exactly yeah so yeah so that happened I've that been is- roofied every time I hear even though I've heard it like a hundred times I still think it's like as crazy. It's crazy. As the first time. And yeah, you did, Andrew, when he still thought you were drunk, he got you to call me for me to calm you down. And I'm like, this is like, she is freaking blackout drunk. Like, I couldn't even yeah. reason with you. No, you can't, couldn't. And I looked up, I, I I researched GHB after, and like, depending on the dosage and stuff, it literally makes you like violent. And then your organs yeah. like can start shutting down if you have no like physical activity or whatever. That's crazy. Isn't that horrifying? I feel like that's like a weird way to end it. Okay, I have an idea since we're running out of time. Can you please tell that embarrassing, weird thing you just told me? The confession. Oh, my God. Okay, (laughs) Monroe reminded me of this. I totally forgot that I did this. Okay, so the other day, this was like maybe a month ago, I had a dream that I was brushing my teeth and I was spitting out, like I was doing the the spitting out of of the toothpaste but then i woke up in real life and i was fully like not just like little bits of spit like full out spitting all over my pillow like massive oh. amounts of spit i must have been like in my dream like gathering up all my saliva That's like disgusting. thinking that it's the toothpaste or whatever and i was full out and i woke myself up from doing like the biggest amount of okay i was going like we get it you don't have to do the sound and i was so humiliated like by myself like in shock because i feel like that's such like a kiddish thing to do (laughs) like like only a child should be. wait can i also tell you what how i'm imagining i'm imagining you like on all four like no i wasn't like hands and knees spitting on your pillow Okay, that's like, that's just like creepy. <laughs> I wasn't no, doing I know. That. I was on my side and I was like just drooling like massive Spitting amounts. Out. Yeah. And then I was so embarrassed, <sighs> but because I was like out of it, I didn't like get up and clean up. I just like flip my pillow. <gasps> Isn't that so? Okay, stop being, stop no, doing that. No, I get grossed out by stuff like that. 
it was, oh my God. yeah, no, it actually was disgusting. Like I, I took my pillowcase off the next day, but I was so, I was just so uncomfortable that I did that. Like I was like, like the next day I'm like, why did I do that? Well, you can't help it. But also I think it's funny that Monroe thinks that's the best story he's ever heard. He thinks it's so funny because he he was witnessing me like while I was like mortified the next day, like telling him. <laughs> I love that Monroe's like old enough now to get like different he, sense he's of humor. getting humor. He knows how to make fun of himself, which before yeah. we would be like trying to explain to him how to make fun of himself. And we would be like. Like he'd like do like my drawing and be like, no, it's the worst. And he'd be like, you're so mean. Like he yeah. didn't understand. <laughs> but and now like, he, yeah. I remember literally sitting him down being like, okay, obviously your drawing is so good, but it's funnier to be like, you can't even draw Spider-Man and then, yeah. and then laugh about it after. That's a terrible example because my joke sucks. But you know what I mean? Like laughing yeah. at yourself, making no, fun I know. of yourself. He's, he's getting like really funny. Like, But I remember when he was like five-ish or whatever, he didn't get it yet. And then when I explained it to him, he thought it was cool to make fun of himself. And he'd yeah. like do it incorrectly. And he, yeah. he would go out to be like, isn't this the worst drawing you've ever seen? And then I'm like, oh, he's not oh, quite. Yeah. He's not, not and then quite I'd be like, getting it. And he'd look over at me and do like a grin and hit like a like a wink wink. And I'm like, oh, God, he's not getting it. He will. And he he finally, I think he's like, he's eight now and he's like, oh my gosh, finally getting we, it. we just taught him about reverse psychology and what? reverse psychology because Leo bugs and bugs and bugs and bugs. And we said, you need to do reverse psychology on Leo. So when he's bugging you, just be like, okay, Leo, or like, oh, he's probably oh, yeah, obsessed for sure, over it take now. It. No. So this is what he was doing the other day. I'm like, <laughs> Monroe, calm down. He was in the trampoline. I'm like, what are you freaking out for? Because I just heard him going, okay, Leo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would love for you to grab me like that. I would love for you to grab me like that. And I was like, and then I'm like, what are you doing? And he looks over at me. He's like, mom, I'm doing, but then he couldn't remember how to say reverse psychology. So he was like, I'm doing that reverse thing you taught me. And I was like, no, Monroe, you're not getting the point. I'm like, you can't be screaming at him doing the reverse psychology. He's like, yeah, Leo, I'd love for you to do that. But he was like getting so mad and he had his fists clenched. And I was like, your fists are clenched and you're screaming at him. This is the opposite of reverse psychology. It's so, so funny how like when you first teach a kid something, they think it's so literally and your kids are and the And Monroe's most very dram- literal. Oh, he's so literal and so dramatic. And yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Anyways. Okay, that's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we got a message from somebody and they said, and I, you, you know, I was so happy about this message because that it like proved my point. They said it actually is very helpful. Why am I like kind of slow? I'm like it actually is very helpful. <laughs> and I have to, no idea what you're talking about right now. Yeah, you will to explain why we love or need people to rate, review, and subscribe. They said I actually oh. don't even know what that does. You saw that, huh? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did see that, and I was like, yes, I was right. Because yes. the thing is, people are like rate, review, subscribe, and like people will do it for us sometimes, but people and don't you know actually what? I'll know. I'll even say sorry. <gasps> I'll say are, it. I was s- wrong. I was wrong. What? I, I was wrong. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. I know. I dropped the, I dropped the whole interface, Gila. Oh, no. Gila. Okay. Thank you for your apology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So explain <laughs> no you that, explain well the last time you were doing it all sassy and you're like yeah if you rate then it actually helps it with the blah 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 and i'm like yeah no, no, like no. you're okay, actually explaining so it. when it, you rate 
when you rate, it does this thing. It's like the algorithm. Right. So when you when you rate, it puts our podcast out uh, for people to see, right? So if you aren't searching for a podcast and like they're just giving you suggestions, podcasts with higher ratings and p- more ratings will be pushed up. So a, so instead of us like self-promoting, a stranger that we haven't promoted to might see that podcast because it's been rated. Um, yeah. and, then, and then when you have reviews or subscriptions, the same thing happens where Apple and Spotify recognize it and then they go like, oh, like these people have some action going on so other people in the world might want to be involved in this action it's the same on like the for your page on tiktok mm-hmm. like if you if you're giving something attention then it it uh they it's like a popularity contest basically and like though apple and spotify will be like okay you're getting attention so we'll show it to some other strangers exactly for them to whatever so yes. that's why it's like so helpful and when kill is like rave review subscribe just do I'm it just kidding no but you were kind of demanding Okay, I'll I'll start changing my tune now. My tone? My tune? My my tone. Changing no, my, my tune. tune. I'm going to change my tune. Change your tune and your tone. We have to go. <laughs> okay, bye. I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Because we love and what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time, Mo. So here we go. We bust in, we bust in a rhyme, Mo. This is our podcast. We're here to stay. My name is Kayla. This is Stacy K. Okay, that... Uh... I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there. Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. Hey ho.